Hello and welcome to the Eisner Amper Technology Podcast Series. With more than 500 technology clients, we're always interested in the latest industry trends and developments, as well as any related business and accounting opportunities and challenges. Today's topic is New York City placing a cap on the number of ride-sharing vehicles for services like Uber and Lyft. I'm your host, Dave Plasco, and with us today is Dave Katz, Senior Manager in Eisner Amper's Technology and Life Sciences Practice. We like to call this the Dave and Dave Show. Dave, welcome and thanks for being here. Thanks, Dave. Good to be here. So, Dave, tell us about this interesting development in the gig economy. Sure. So, the New York City Council approved a one-year moratorium on the number of new licenses for vehicles for hire so the city can study the issues involved. And the cap would be vehicle-based, not driver-based. And what brought all this about? couple reasons. Uh, first and foremost, seen as a way to ease congestion in Manhattan, obviously a big problem that I think we've all experienced. There's been talks of having congestion-based pricing for entering certain parts of Manhattan for years now, and it's a model that London uses somewhat successfully, but has not really gained any real traction here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cap, not a cure-all, but it could certainly help these issues. Another reason, a nod to the taxi industry, no secret that they've taken a big hit with the advent of ride-sharing services. For example, a taxi medallion worth $1.3 million back in 2013 is only worth about 150000 today. Uh, you could also argue that the city's public transit system is losing money, in part due to these ride-sharing services. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the first time that the city tried a cap, is it? No, it tried back in 2015, but Uber lobbied to defeat the measure. Okay, now just to put this in some context, just how many of these vehicles are out there? Sure, there's somewhere in the neighborhood of 14,000 cabs in New York City, but by comparison, there's approximately 100,000 ride-sharing cars, which is up from 63,000 in 2015. So you can see why there are issues with both congestion and competition. Yeah, certainly. There is a wrinkle in the New York City Council bill that is a win for the ride-sharing drivers, isn't there? Yeah, this bill would give them a minimum wage of $17.22 per hour. Okay, now what's the bigger picture here? If it comes to pass and is even moderately successful, it's a model that cities across the U.S. may adopt, so you have a lot of city councils interested in watching. Now, give our listeners some of the unique challenges and opportunities for you as a business advisor when it comes to working with people in the gig-based economy. I seem to mention it every month, but first thing that comes to mind is business valuation. How would something like this impact Uber's valuation, their ability to raise money? Uh, Likewise, what loopholes will be created when something like this goes into effect, if something like this goes into effect? And while not specific to this, the new revenue recognition will certainly impact these types of companies. FASB AC 606, for those who don't remember, back in 2017, Uber alerted shareholders that the change could cut revenues in half. Uh, So across the board, certainly an impact there. And just one more thought is pricing. Uh, You have a new regulation like this. Um, How does that impact how a company should price its services? Yeah, and with 100,000 ride-sharing cars in New York City, that is a lot of small business owners out there. Certainly. So, Dave, thanks for your expertise and this great insight. Thanks, Dave. And thank you for listening to the Dave and Dave Show as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. Visit EisnerAmper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisner Amper podcast when we get down to business.